Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Men's Mental Health Show. Sorry to cut the sport out. I, uh, I stayed up late last night. Um, not many of the listeners, I'm sure, would watch the IPL, the India Premier League uh, cricket, and uh, I fell asleep. So I just didn't want to hear the results in case they said them on here. So that's, that's my bad. Uh, it's Brad Spillane here, and of course, uh, big thanks to Mounties Group, Dale Hunt, and uh, also too to all manufacturing personnel. Uh, recruitment in the manufacturing industry, uh, you can get hold of Craig on 0416-700-870-0416-700-870 or myself 0404-077-666 and it's a big thanks to Craig um, for being a, a sponsor of the show and a good mate. Um, good uh, good show lined up today, I'll, I'll introduce the guests in a moment. I, I, del- I, I relegated, I should say, Bodie last week to, to second... Uh, bad, and he hasn't forgiven me since, so I better introduce the local psychotherapist, all round, good bloke, passionate, best badminton player in uh, the Blue Mountains when other people are away. Uh, Bodie Marsden, Bodestar. <coughs> Greetings, everybody. It's good to be here again. Um, and uh, hello to the new guest. Hello. Um, we were having a bit of a, a reflection on the um, recent uh, death of uh, the old lady who got tasered. Mm-hmm. And I uh, found myself uh, uh, last night at 11 o'clock in the evening um, writing a poem, which I finished off this morning. And I sort of want to capture um, something. Um, I'm talking about what happened, but I'm also talking about um, had that we've abandoned the sacrosanct truth that we're all vulnerable and we're all frail. Ah. And we've forgotten how to pay attention to that. So that's... Uh, that's a terrific point, isn't it? We are. It doesn't, I don't care how big or how tough or how the size, it doesn't matter. We are. We all fall. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Know. And I might read this poem out right at the beginning. Want to do that? Let's do it. Well, let's go right. Hey, I'll tell you what. Let's, I'll just, I will. I'll introduce Aaron first of Absolutely. all. And then we'll come straight and into we'll the poem in. because that yep. might set the scene for what we've got ahead. It may. Um, mm. I've got a call, uh, listeners, from uh, another chap that's uh, done a number of podcasts here, uh, Craig Ball, great fella. And... Um, yeah, he's a he's a mental health um, advocate. He's doing some terrific things now. Moved up to the Central Coast. G'day, Bally, if you're listening, mate. Uh, keep up the great work. But um, I've got Aaron here. Aaron, I didn't ask your surname. I should have. It's Huey. Adam, Aaron Huey. I beg your pardon. So Aaron's a, like a coach or a, a mentor to the tradies. Um, we were talking just off air a moment ago. There's another organisation that have contacted me, but um, I'd like to sort of. You know, perhaps if things work out today and you're happy, we get you back on here and we can do some updates of what's happening in your industry and your side of mental health. Yeah, love to. But um, kudos to you, mate, for getting involved with mental health. Um, you know, what? Um, t- tell us first of all a little bit about what it is and good morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a nice, sunny, sunny but fresh morning up here. In well, you're a Scot, so, so you... yeah, this is like this is like a Scottish summer. <laughs> yeah. I, I was debating whether to wear the shorts or not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> To be honest, I've, uh, I've, I've acclimatised too much for that. Like, yeah. when, I, when I tell people back home it's cold and it's 16 degrees, they laugh at me. They're like, well, yeah, you've, you've acclimatised, but yeah. it's, yeah. yeah, no, it's um, nice to be here. So, the, yeah, the mental health, I kind of got into it because of my own mental health journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. As we were speaking about before, a few years ago, I had a friend who passed away back home in Scotland. Yeah. Fortunately, he was killed by the police, which is quite on topic with yeah. you know, what Bori's going to talk about. And... Um, yeah. 
yeah, it kind of sent me spiraling, um, the depression, grieving for the loss of a friend. Um, so I did what most people do, put it off for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Men anyway. Suppress it. Mm-hmm. Push it Suppressed down. it as long mm-hmm. as possible. And then, you know, my, my ex-wife at the time, she knew the signs because she had been through it herself. So she finally prodded me enough to go and see the the doctor and the mental health professionals and get a mental health plan and get medication. Oh, so, you know, that was, that was my first venture into it. Um, yeah. And then spent about a year get myself yeah. back on track and then I had another friend pass away here in Sydney oh, um, and take his own life no anaphylactic shock so he went out for a meal oh, my and goodness. after telling the restaurant what he Far had out. they didn't do their due diligence and unfortunately yeah, he, he passed oh, away mate. and both of these guys are oh, really close no. to me they both had young children like mine Whoa. so wow. it made me that sent me spiraling again yeah, um, yeah. It, it made me just question life. It made me question everything. Like, mm, yeah. you know, life's too short. Like, what am I doing in my life? You know, and yeah. it, so that. How can I channel all of this, what I feel has been, uh, you know, um, detrimental, traumatic energy into something? Yeah. yeah. And, and I then found from that personal development. So I started, you know, thinking if I'm going to do something more uh-huh. with this, I need to, you know, start better myself. So I'll start, you know, listening to podcasts, reading books. And then I. Um, I joined a, a company in Sydney called Success in You. It was a, a coaching company. I went to one of mm-hmm. their personal development weekends and instantaneously I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to be able to help somebody progress in their life, share what I've learned, good yeah. and bad, but also you know, help somebody move through so that they can become better. Um, did that for about three years as well as still being a tradie. Yeah. And then it just came to me one day. I was like, all of this stuff I'm learning, nobody in the trade has ever told. Yeah. No, nobody's told about your, your mental health no one yeah. talks about how to yeah. manage your anxiety depression none of that so that's where I was like right I need to give back to our mm. trades because you know you look at the, the last sort of in- industry I guess that you'd think would confront or address um, you know the, the vulnerabilities of, of, of mental health you know yeah. I mean I guess you know stereotypically we, we sort of look at tradesmen as fellas toughen up you know put some water in that uh, concrete concrete yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, it's not the case and it's wonderful that the entire fraternity have put some uh, organisations together such as what you're doing yep. kudos brother yep. and and the other mob that contacted me at some stage in another place but it's wonderful to see that I guess we are we are evolving you know with our um, education and yep. understanding appreciation Empathy towards mental health. Yeah, and, and that's and like my Brody said, everyone's honourable. And even yeah. the tradies, like, you know, everyone's, sure. uh, she'll be right, she'll be right until she's not. And unfortunately, yeah, yeah. with our trades, the numbers are suggesting that, you know, they'll do untoward to themselves yeah. because they think it's the only way out. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way, boys. Like, yeah. if you get it early and, you know, you see what's not working for you, you know, you, a lot of it comes from fatherlessness as well yeah. with certain yeah. trades. You know, they haven't. Grown up with the dad, or the dad wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. it comes from generations of that type of thing. And it, mm. But it doesn't mean that it has to be the way. Like no, it's that's right. Put, mm. put a foot down and say right. We, enough we, is enough. we talk about that quite often, don't we? Generational, yeah, yeah, we do. yeah. you know, when war has wars have a lot to answer for in that sense. But, yeah. but it, let's let's come back to to you in just a moment, Aaron. In in relation, because I have to sort of hear a little bit about yourself and you know your childhood and how you got to where you yep, are. Yep. Just as a quick recap, but. I want to get to, to Bodie and this uh, this poem, as we said, because it could help set us. He's been pretty pretty passionate about 
his um, his 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 take on what's been happening, and and a very sad, very sad, of course, uh, with what's happened to. I keep forgetting a name. I should, you know, I should have written it down. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, but um, Aaron, uh, good to hear you talking about um, working with tradies. I mean, I served my time as a carpenter. And as a 16-year-old signing up, wasn't sure what I wanted to do with myself. Um, Not well. You know, uh, um, a university education brother, Anselm, said, you know, you're capable of it. And I thought, nah, you know, um, with your man, what I would do, he found a builder, give me apprenticeship, and, you know, that's where I uh, ended up. And I managed to serve it. I got, got through it, of course, and uh, I was good at it too. And um, I cured my left-handedness because um, I had to use uh, tools designed for right-handers, yep. so I became sort of ambidextrous. So it was an yeah, yeah. unexpected sort of benefit that came out of the yeah. whole thing. They've changed that with screwdrivers now. They can be used both Left-handed hand. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the, the old chippies used to send me to the to get the left-handed nails, and, you know, and, and, go, ah. and go to the shop and get a long wait. And, uh, ah, and yeah, for, for us back yeah. home in Scotland, it's the tartan paint. The tartan, of course it is. Of course it is. Anyway. It comes out naturally on the walls. yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, it's, it's exciting to think that uh, people in the trades are getting access to information about uh, uh, you know wellness, mental health. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, because it's not about being cracked and mad and sort of kind of hearing voices, but it is actually about um, coming to terms with how puzzling life can be and uh, and how we can actually lose our way and how to um, be able to find a path again uh, mm-hmm. rather than take this to sort of abysmal. Uh, sort of ending of taking one's own life as if yep. that's the only um, options available to us because you know the terror of falling apart is also partly that uh, reason why some people sometimes take that kind of suicide sort of you know because um, um, we've all been frightened by that idea of disintegration anyway mm-hmm. this poem's called denouement which is a French word to say um, you know the catastrophic effect of something when everything falls apart Denouement. Denouement. Frail by great age and a mind wearied with confusions, hesitations, dreary and dreamy. 43 kilograms, a bantam of weight with just enough strength to pilot a walker, to balance a body, muscle memory withered on the vine of a very long time. Clutching a knife, they tell us, Perhaps last night's steak did not meet her exacting culinary standards. (laughs) We do not know much other than staff ringing the police, bothered by this ancient and determined lady about to make a complaint. No idea that the trajectory about to unfold would be a denouement, felling her with two electrified prongs, shocking her frailness into a catastrophic fall. Captured on camera, now sealed, the thud and crack of bone sending her into an oblivion. Her family in grief at an ending of a much admired and compassionate woman eking out her last days. The police chief muttered about only dealing with the facts, the facts we know about. The female victim, aged 95, confused, frail, 43 kilograms, pushing a walker and holding a steak knife. The cop rushes in, scans the situation. In a moment, taser unpacked from its holster, primed and fired, job done. 
police procedure making it clear that frail, vulnerable elderly people are not to be tasered. The staff making the call untrained to deal with old age, its physical and mental disintegrations. The police carry out their own investigations, citing best practice, fairness and policing challenges. Self-regulation in the public and private domain is an upturned Pandora's box of paradox and tricky complications. She has died. The cop will get a conviction. His career ended. His cross to bear. More rules and reports will make their recommendations. The glacial and partial implementations will knit the brows of concerned citizens. The story here is our vulnerabilities. Have we abandoned the sacrosanct truth? How frail and vulnerable we all are. What will it take to know of this? It's a, another Bobby Dazzler there, Bodhi. Um, yeah, man, that's uh, it's spot on. It's, it's, it ticks some boxes, it's, doesn't it? It, 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 it yeah. some, um, um, No fiction in there, man. <laughs> None. No. No. So, no. yeah, sorry, Aaron, we'll come back to this, but uh, it, it, is, it is paramount and it is important, and I understand that... And as I said last week, it's not a beat up on the police. It's, it, the, the fact of the matter is, it's, it's like anything. It's just accountability. Um, you know, this Claire Nolan, Nolan or Nolan, I think his name Nolan, was Nolan. Yeah. You know, a terrible thing to have happened. And you know, I, from all accounts, she had dementia as well. So you know, this was an amazing woman as well that we get to celebrate that jumped out of planes at the age of ninety and. You know, she was a real goer, yeah, yeah, um, an amazing lady, and made some terrific impact on her family and the community. And the community, and, and she yeah, was yeah. Uh, heavily involved. Yeah, you know, and you just, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I wish all her family all the best, and I wish all the best to the police officer and his family. I truly do. I think it's, you know, what he's going through is isn't yeah. going to be easy, um, no, and be sadly, easy. he will be made a, a, a perhaps what. Uh, some people might think as a scapegoat, but maybe it lays the foundation for the, the road ahead for, you know, just more training. It's, it's as long as we evolve, as you said in that poem, and we pick something up from that, we put more policy in and we change, um, you know, so this type of thing doesn't happen again. It's, you know, it's not just, it, this, is, it's, it, this is impacting us globally. It's around the world, this, this topic. Yeah. Anyway. No, well done. I like that. Uh, Aaron, let's get back to it, man. Just, um, I guess, Aaron, yeah. what I'm interested in, how, how do tradies receive your, your words and, and how do you get the message out there that, uh, that you're valuable? Um, let's kind of get a conversation going. Yeah. Really yeah. So pretty much right now, it's, I'm still me, a one-man band, trying to break into somewhere. What I find is when I have these, you know, I'm constantly calling up construction companies, building companies, and you know offer my services and what i either find is you know we have mates in construction which is is more a suicide prevention uh company and they well, the work that they do is is great like i've actually mm. done all of the mates assist courses and you know how to approach somebody if you think they're suicidal and you know how to set up yeah. a safe plan yeah. for them and all of th- that work is amazing it's it's great to share the awareness but that's not really what i'm doing mine's is more from a like a development side so that the guys can understand why they're doing the things that they do good or bad mm. and that they mm. can change them mm. so trying to get that across to the companies that 
it's coming and hitting a lot of brick walls mm. or what I get is oh we deal with that in house and I'm like oh that's awesome that's great to hear mm. you know what is it that you do uh, we yeah uh, that's private we don't talk about that mm. so that rings to me that you don't do anything yeah. you just don't mm-hmm. want to you don't want to approach it yeah. and I think just by the more I have these conversations yeah. speaking to other people I think it's the bigger companies are scared to open the Pandora's box and yeah. get somebody in in case they feel that they're to blame yeah, yeah. they're doing something wrong internally that you know, their men have men, which isn't the case. Is this going to open up? The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the feeling that I get. I could be wrong, but I keep having this no, conversation. No, I think you're on the money. I've, yeah, I've thought that in the past yeah. as well. Like, it you. shouldn't be that way. Like, mm. if someone's offering their services to, to your guys to not only benefit your guys, yeah. but, you know, as a business to essentially, you have healthier trades mentally, mm. physically, you know, you're going to have, you know, less arguments on site. You're going to have less sick mm. days, you know, where the guys are, you know, they had one too many beers the night before yeah. or they're having arguments with them. You know, there's, there's a whole heap of things yeah. that, yeah. um, so right now for me, my message is solely just social media and places yeah. like this. So I appreciate yeah. allowing me spread the message. I don't know it's going to take time for people to pretty much understand the concept because like mm. you said buddy nobody mm. really thinks that everyone so everyone i speak to about being a tradies coach it's like oh, i've never heard of one of them I've, mm. I, didn't, I didn't know that that existed and to be fair it's because they don't like mm. other than the mm. the wellness seminars that they do for like two hours sure. a day to get sure. somebody in that doesn't really impact anyone it makes them think oh yeah that would be good yeah. for an hour but to actually physically sit down and have you know an hour's conversation with someone sure. over you know extended period of time hey, so drop drop you know what we call the ego or, or yeah, the mask yeah. and, and get down to the to the real conversation yep. I, you know yeah i think um and it's probably changed a lot since you first got into this yeah this yeah, journey so we you know well, so companies are evolving i like to think that some of the ones that are leading in their industry or are dynamic in the sense that they're always looking for change and and there, once I guess one or two of them get going, and then a lot of other people will follow. Yeah. Well, it used to be similar in real estate, you know, you, you put in some changes, and other companies would go, "Oh, that's a great idea. We'll yeah, follow that." You know, definitely. And there is a there is a huge change within the mental health space. Sure. Anyway, a lot more people are speaking about it. A lot more yeah. people, and the building industry mm-hmm. is going that way. Like yeah. I think, you know, this year the government, as they always do, are behind the eight ball, but they're starting to throw money at it to yeah, help. Yeah, um, yeah. Whether it's going to be beneficial, what they're going to do with it, I don't know, but. Now, there, there are some of the, the bigger companies, they are doing, you know, they have, I think they're called EWPs, like employee yeah. wellness programs yeah. in place for yeah. them. I've never really seen one on site myself, to be honest. Mm. Um, how, how they work, I don't know. Um, whether it's just a big group setting, whereas I, yeah. as much as I want to do group settings, I'm more one-on-one. One-on-one, okay. Yeah, I think you have more impact. You can find out, you know, it, it, where the guys want to be, where they're at what's not working for them, mm. where they want to be, mm. and then find out what needs to be done in between. Because yeah. a lot of uh, companies or programs run what they call EAP, was an employee assistance program, That's right. it, yeah. <coughs> where you get a uh, uh, individual psychological session. Yep. Um, if you uh, disclose that you're not traveling that well, and you might have four to six um, appointments available through EAP. But what I think what you're talking about is, uh, is to, um, uh, uh, in a group context, yeah. um, to get everybody sort of talking about or equipped to hear about um, what does looking after yourself and each other look like. Well, let's, let's, let's have a look at it. Let's, what does it look like, Aaron? I mean, what does it look like? Let's, let's just, I mean, not so much role play, but let's, let's what, what is a typical thing of, of you coming into my company? I've got eight staff. Yep. 
I guess you do a, t- a talk with everybody. Is that yeah. right? And so then it, you'll it, go and do a one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. So I initially got a, a seminar, like a, a seminar type kind of presentation sure. where you know I, I, I share my story, like who yeah. I am, why I'm justified in doing what I'm doing. You sure. know, from a, a tradie perspective, from a you know a, a father, failed husband perspective, from yeah. being there, seen there, and done it. Yeah. But then also to the you know the three four years that I've done is my own coaching training to be able to help these guys yeah. so I do that and then I go into a few of the little things that, and I've learned them all ways that have helped me so like yeah. the breath work that I do to help me with my anxiety that I used to do every morning in traffic on the way to work it was the only way I could Fantastic. get to sight without losing my losing my mind uh, um, or like the daily meditations I'll do just okay. either before I pick up the girls sure. or before I go home just to leave the stuff at work where it needs to stay and then yeah. in the morning same thing. Mm-hmm. If you've got anything going on at night, leave that in the house. Mm-hmm. Don't take that to site. And I learned all of this the hard way. I used to take stuff from work yeah. to home, take Dude. it out on my kids, my yeah. missus, because yeah. the phone would be going, the emails would be going, I'd be thinking yeah. about things. And then vice versa, because of that, I'd be having yeah. financial arguments with my wife, I'd get to site stressed, and it just, it's that ever-revolving. So yeah. Yeah. these are all the things that mm-hmm. I explain over the hour. But also then I want to get feedback from the guys, like, you yeah. know, who's... Yeah, who, kudos. It sounds like you sort of simplifying things into like an order you know i'll I'll be the first to admit i was one of those blokes when someone came to me and said i do breath work you know 10 years ago i'd have laughed at you seriously i would have have many many do and and but the power behind that or the breath what i've learned i I mean i used to get panic attacks i haven't had a panic i've come very close actually only six months ago i think but you know until I, I saw a, a shrink one day and he said, look, mate, you don't really need me. You just simply need to learn how to breathe. And yeah. when you get yourself in these situations, how to manage. Yeah. And it's it's pretty much what we what we do here on the show is just sort of provide tools for your yeah. toolkit, if yeah, you like. That's Pardon it. Yeah, the exactly. pun, yeah, being yeah. a trader, yeah. for your mental health toolkit. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. It, it's, yeah. it's knowing what you can do, recognising when it's happening, like knowing when a panic attack's coming what you need to put in place for yourself you know whether it's you take yourself away from situation mm-hmm, for five mm-hmm. minutes just yeah. to remain present with yourself just yeah. get your thoughts and and because you're not really able to think like i call it the gray so like yeah, everything yeah, yeah. used to just gray over in my head it yeah. would be all foggy i would get chest pains i would get back pains and that yeah. was just on the way to work yeah. thinking about what yeah. was about to come for the yeah. day yeah you know and you, it, it's, I like how you say, you know, you, that we can all relate to it, can't we? You know, when your daughter's telling you about a play she did at daycare and, and the next thing your phone rings and you're like, oh, God, I've been trying to get this bloke all day. Yeah. And then you, and you just see that little twinkle in your wife's eyebrow. She's like, you answer that. And you answer it, yeah, yeah. you know? And that's, and that's, all of these things compound. Yeah. And take a toll. And they don't. And like, you don't even realise it at no, the time, you, don't, you know, because you you're not present. What you're not present because you're not yeah. you're not able to regulate anything. All right, okay, that call. Like one thing I used to get was uh, like nobody, unless somebody has died, but yeah. nobody has died. Like if yeah, yeah, concrete yeah. truck doesn't come on time, or if the job runs over a day, or does the delivery doesn't. Like, it's like I used to mm. I used to call me the angry Scotsman on site. Oh, when, really? When I was We've going, talked about angry Scots before. When I was go when I was like <laughs> when I was in the deep and dark to my depression, I was the smallest guy on site, but I'd be given out <laughs> to everyone. And then, you know, three years later, um, one of the guys used to call me the Zen master because shit would be going on, yeah. excuse the French, yeah, would sure. be going on around site. Yeah. And he'd be like, how can you be so calm? I'm like, dude, nobody's died. Like, <laughs> nobody's <laughs> died. Like, unless, unless nobody has, like, we're going to clear this up. Yeah. Yes, it's going to add a d- day to the program, but mm. we get to start fresh tomorrow. We get to redo it, do it properly. We've learned from this. Yeah. It's like, you don't need to run around with your... And 
it's funny because I was that guy. I used to do that, and that was just purely but not having the clarity of not like knowing that it's. You know, well, my first company, um, uh, we were uh, doing the footpath and slabs and that sort of stuff. I call it panic contractors. As soon as a, a truck rolled up, you know, the oh, discharge yes. load. No, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's running around. You know, it's a sheer yeah. panic. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the anxiety of yeah. standing waiting on a, on, a, on, a, on a concrete truck coming, yeah. and it's like, yeah. and, and I get it. Now, I've done jobs in this city where you're in the heart of the city, and you've got traffic wardens, and you've got oh, yeah, yeah, all you've got that. all of that, but. Yeah. If you can't think clearly, all of that goes out the window because yeah. you're not able to just like manage. You know, if you manage a site of forty men and you can't think mm-hmm. clearly, then mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's dangerous. Yeah. It, it, it is. But I'll just get back to the angry Scott quickly. I'm not letting you get away. <laughs> There's nothing no. better than an anger, angry Scott. Now, before you think I'm discriminating here against Scots, so I have it known that I've said this many times over the years. Scots are the greatest people on earth, in my opinion. I mean, I, my time in Scotland was wonderful. I had a magnificent time. I loved it. I stayed in Portobello for a while there, drove oh, yeah, up to Inverness, yeah. Ullapool, all of that. They're just wonderful people. Um, but there is nothing better when a Scot goes off. Like the guy that ran the pizza shop at Portobello, we used to ring him up. He was worse than the guy, the soup Nazi on Seinfeld, you know? Yeah. Like, if you went in there and you went, uh, he'd tell you to F off and go outside until yeah, you've made your mind up and don't come back until you're ready. Yeah. Definitely, it's definitely a, flavor, a flavoured language that we have. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's like that, the uh, Billy Connolly sketch where he yeah. says, you can be anywhere in the world and, you know, you say the words F off and yeah. they'll know exactly what but, you're talking about. <laughs> it's like you can be in, like, the train station in Nepal and the little guy can grab your bag and you can say, hey, you, F off, and he will F off. And he knows exactly what you mean. <laughs> it's the only, only, yeah. only word, yeah. So that's, um, yeah, man, and, and, and kudos for, for you doing that. Um, I guess uh, a question I'm, I'm just trying to think from some of the listeners, what might be, you've done a number of first aid mental health courses. Yep. You've, you've, and what I admire, I guess, from our discussion is that, you know, we have a similar way of thinking. This isn't a secret. It's not about success. It's not about creativity. Well, it is in a sense, but it's about sharing that knowledge that yeah, you know, exactly. which is really how you got all of... Pretty, pretty much, much where you're at, yep. you know, yep. isn't it? From yeah. from talking to other guys that are doing something similar, that are coaching mental health, or yep. that are in that in that field. Yeah. I I learned so much from this bloke next to you. I call him the wizard. He definitely, yeah. he definitely has the hair for it. Yeah, he <laughs> used yeah. to have a beard too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like there's no. I guess you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So if, nobody, if, if you don't know that there's these things that you can do to manage yourself, and for a lot of men, they think that they, oh, this is just me, this is just mm. how, and I was like that, like I just thought this is what you do, you just head down, get on with it, and mm. it'll go away, and it mm. never does. Mm. You know, you ignore that phone bill, or you ignore that, yeah. it just keeps going and going, and it's the same with your mental health. Yeah. Like if you are having those, not so much dark thoughts, but if you're just like, if your thoughts are racing and you can't continually function, mm. It's not just going to disappear. It's only no. going to get worse and worse. But mm. it, and if, and if you don't know how to fix it, yeah. nine <clears throat> times out of ten they go down the route of just going to the pub and drowning their sorrows yeah. or taking drugs and they're just, yeah. you know, whatever addictions. And it's mm. it doesn't mm. need to be they're that. They're managing it. That's, yeah. that's the way they're doing it. Yeah. I guess I guess one of the the, the great things is, and I, and and I'll, I'll put this to you first, Babes, is um, one of the things that I've learned about being direct or asking the, the questions to people that you notice are changing um you know it's something recent with my daughter that i won't share on air it's a personal matter for her but i the question i asked was very direct that 
people say, what do I do if I think someone's suicidal? Do I, you know, because the first thing people do is say, why would you kill yourself? And that's, it's up there with one of the worst things you can say to yeah. someone because immediately when someone's in that area of frailty, they're, yeah, they'll feel judged. Um, yeah. Some people They'll won't. feel shame. That, yeah. yeah. But it's a much different question if you say, are you thinking of harming yourself? So that dialogue or that language is, is crucial when we're sort of putting those questions forward to somebody that's in a, in a seriously acute stage of, you know, self-harm or, or where they're at. And it's, it's, how do you go about it? Do you do with, with your patients, you ask directly or do you find they normally come forth? I guess that's the reason why they're there. Sure. Um, what, what's, and why, what are the benefits in doing that? What, why do we ask directly as opposed to, you know, I mean, it can be a confronting question. Um, um, uh, uh, do you have thoughts of self-harm? Um, and I've seen, you know, guys sort of kind of step back a little bit and go, oh, that's a big one, that's mm. a biggie, um, <clears throat> and go quiet for a wee while, you know what I mean? So if, if, you, if you press too hard, um, you might dry up that vein of possibility or that exploration, if you like. So yeah. you do have to um, uh, note uh, the flicker of something um, and hold it in the back of your mind and, and talk about other things and then they'll either bring it back in themselves and say, sure. coming back to that, t when you asked me down my uh, thinking about self-harm, um, yeah, I, you know, they'll, they'll start to disclose something, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, and it's, it, it is vulnerable. Um, because and, tr and trust is a huge thing too, I guess. Look, They've trust is everything. I've just been rereading again uh, Irvin Yalom, who um, is a very esteemed... Um, psychotherapist um, right. in the United States right. well in his 80s now and um, he's written a number of books um, and um, he you know he's adamant that it's not about techniques it's about the relationship you forge with the other um, which um, and that you as the therapist um, become incredibly engaged with this person's journey sure. and they know that you're at present you're present to their unfolding um, and that building up that kind of reciprocal relationship um, where you you're not the um, impartial neutral um, professional um, you're engaged with their exploration yeah. yeah so that relationship is um, takes a fair bit of skill to um, understand what that means sure. to actually build connection What's interesting, isn't it, is, is though that when trust has been developed, mm. what always happens is the story becomes deeper and deeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and the real work happens in the depths. It's, not, it's never a surface thing. If we're talking about a real transformation, we're talking about uh, going into um, the deeper parts of our self, which is often hidden from others and often un un even unknown to ourselves. You know, the... Um, the parts where we are um, unknown to ourselves or have gone deeply underground. Mm. Um, so um, I just wanted to sort of kind of say that. But, yeah. of course, um, <clears throat> I mean, a story I remember is this guy who was a tradie. He came to me and um, uh, for a one-off. And, um, and his parting words at the end of the sesh was, I've got a rope in the back. I'm heading down the back um, to, to Ingar. Um, yeah. um, I'm throwing the loop. Um, I'm, I'm checking out. Yeah. And I said, wow. 
Okay, but I'm going to come out with you and take your number plate details. I'm going to ring the police as soon as you as you drive off, and I'll tell them where you're going and what you intend to do. Yeah. Wow. He blew up. He swore. He said, "F you." I thought you were meant to give me your trust. Won't we have um, confidence with each other? Yeah, this is betrayal. You know what are you doing, man? Give me the. Fr- the I've made up my mind, and I was, and I'm, and I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm. This is yeah. what I'm going to do. Well, yeah. yeah and he's circling around me, and I'm circling around him. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> what was interesting is I'm not freaking out because uh, you know I've been around uh, uh, punch ups on the building sites and that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. You know. I've, I've, you learn to duck and weave and dive, and um, yeah. Um, and uh, done a lot of work with the Maori gangs as well. Yeah, I've even had a guy r- rush at me, and I've just picked him up over my shoulders and threw him over my back. And I thought, well, where did that come from? You know, where, where did that energy come from? But I mean, what's um, that I said to him? I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to give you permission. I'm not. You're asking me to actually approve of your action. I'm. I'm not. But what I'm telling you. Do some work with me. Yeah. yeah. He did a year's work weekly. Yeah. Um, did good. Yeah, from all accounts. Grew up. Yeah, he's grown, yeah. grown up. He turned his life around, hasn't he? Turned you know? his life around. Which, which effectively is is what you're doing. It's it's getting to the crux of the matter with, yep. with blokes where a lot of blokes struggle to do. It's someone like Bodie finds it, you know, he does this every day. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a fascinating thing to be able to just pick up on the small changes in somebody's um, behavioural um, or, or physical, you know, um, you know patterns. Yep. Uh, you know, we get Gary Sims that comes in. He talks about you know he keeps an eye on his offices. You know, yeah. if someone comes in, they've not shaved today, shirt's not ironed, whatever. Just those tiny tell-tale little things signs. are, 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 yeah, yeah. are telltale mm-hmm. signs of change in someone's shift or balance of, yep. of yeah. So and it could be something and it could be nothing. Like mm. it's, it, but it's, it's, yeah, it's like you say, it's the, it's just those little telltale signs that they're just letting things slip or, sure. and, and just to touch on what Bodhi was saying there about n- the not knowing something that I have learned and I like to use is the five whys. Oh, yeah. Like what's on the surface is never really what the problem is. Yeah. So like if you keep delving into what it is and you go, oh, what, you know, why yeah. is that or yeah. you know why is it in the five whys it's, I, I can't even remember where I heard it or where yeah. it came from but it's yeah. been really effective because yeah. what's on the surface is oh you know I've just had a bad day it could end up finding out that you know their, their marriage is on the brink of leaving or mm. they're in financial ruin or you know it could be something completely yeah. nothing to do with that but if yeah. you don't just keep prodding and yeah. like Boris said it comes with trust as well yeah. especially with guys what I've yeah. what I find is in a room of guys they won't open up as much yeah but if there's one who opens up, then yeah. it's like a domino effect. There'll be two or three yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and what I admired about it, when you, at the beginning when I asked you a bit about yourself, you said a, f- a failed husband. Yeah. And you, you know, it's something that I guess I've grown to, because failure has always been something that's just not in the question. It's just, it's yeah. not accepted failure. Mm. Um, but to learn to, to live with those failures, to grow from those failures, to, to move on from them, but also too to share. That's, you know, that, that was something that I picked up just uh, immediately that you said, you know, you've been, you've been married, you've, you were a failed husband. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 And it's only, it's only relatively recent. You know, I was married to my, my ex partner for, uh, as I said yesterday, would have been our, yeah. our 13th wedding anniversary. But um, yeah, we were married for 10 years. Um, and just with, 
I guess with the stress of everything that we had going mm. on, say we had two friends who were lost, we, we lost mm. two friends, I was having mental health issues, she was having mental health issues, we had three girls here on mm. her own, living in a country that, you know, we, we're both from Scotland, so we didn't have any grandparents, mm. and we just, we kind of got lost in just life, we yeah. fell away from mm. each other, mm. Yeah. Um, mm. I, yeah, this happens. This it is, happens, yeah. yeah. Of and I, you know, I did the wrong thing. I went elsewhere. Yeah. Um, I yeah. took myself out of the relationship because I wasn't getting what I wanted from it. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't getting what she wanted. But we didn't know what to do. And yeah. I was always, I never wanted to split up my family. I was always, I always wanted yeah. to be the dad, the husband. Hmm. And for me, I was had this illusion that I was going to live these two lives. You know, I'd, yeah. I'd be husband, I'd be father, but then I'd be Aaron. I'd be able to do my yeah, own thing. Yeah, do, yeah. And at the time, it, found, it sounded like a great option. It sounded yeah. like it was going to be the way to be. Um, just because me and my wife, we had nothing there together. Yeah. Um, and now looking back at it, it was the worst idea ever. Like yeah. I wish I'd been able yeah. to speak up at the time because yeah. I just didn't know how to have the conversation with my wife. Yeah. That I wasn't happy anymore. I wasn't in love. Um, now, like three years later, we've got the best relationship ever. Like wow. we co-parent our kids. We have them 50-50. She gets on really well with my new girlfriend, my new partner, and yeah, we, we have a better relationship, and it's has all come from having open and honest conversations. Yeah, so the clarity that you've set yeah, up. Like when I, once isn't I that got, fantastic? Once I got you found know, out, mm-hmm. like I, I opened up to everything, to yeah. everything that I'd yeah. done, why I did it. Yeah. It took a few months for me to actually realize to myself why I did yeah. what I did, um, yeah. and you know, she asked a lot of questions, and I was just open and honest, and yeah. what I've learned is whether it's, it's going to hurt or it's not those open and honest conversations are and that ultimately is crucial for your three girls isn't it well yeah Yeah. well what I hope that they take away from it is that you know you don't have to stay in a loveless relationship just because because you know to the detriment of my mental health and their mum's mental health um they now have a better they've got two happy homes so I want them to know that you know you don't have to stay somewhere if it's not working for you just for the sake of kids and I know so many people do that and you know there's some people say that you know you shouldn't separate from kids you know you should just suck it up and yeah you know. well, everyone has an opinion but, but yeah. my mental health wasn't getting any better and I, I, I think I think only would have got worse if we had stayed because we weren't able to see the woods yeah. through the trees if you like yeah. like it's yeah. not until now we take a, a look at it yeah. we're both two completely people to who we yeah. were when we got married in mm, scotland mm, mm, mm. like we want completely different things see it sounds mm. to me because i can really closely relate to what you're saying so when i say it sounds to me it, it probably was me it, well it is it was when i was in that similar process my marriage broke down in 2013-14 but and the other things that were going on as well and and i guess It'd be hard to sort of have too many blokes out there that don't feel the shame from their their, their poor choices or their their actions that um, that their their, their, cho- their choices. Yep. Um, once you get rid of that shame, which is a difficult thing to do, you, you you're left with just the bare bones of of the truth. Yep, aren't yep. you? You know, yep. well, you have to face yeah. it as as one. Yep. You, you've got to sort of start to go. Well, hang on, let's look inward. This is how I can change by owning this, by learning from it. Um, you know, sometimes as you said to Gary Sims, I, I said once the greatest thing in life are mistakes. And he looked at me, of course, being a typical cop. <laughs> as long as we're not making the same ones over and over again, Bradley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's true, isn't yeah. it? Because the shame has got so much to answer for for, for, for so many men. Yeah. Don't we? You know, it's yep. one of those things why we push things down because we don't want to deal with the yeah, shame. And then exactly that, it, it, it leads exactly into it. the guilt. Yeah. And that's and, what it's normal. Yeah. Sorry, I had to, no, cut, no, no, to no. cut in, Aaron. But. Uh, 
you capture something really important there, Brad, about um, the shame body that um, so many men do carry. Mm. And they're, uh, they're either oblivious of their shame body that they're carrying around, but it's an extra weight, mm. or um, they're so aware of it um, and they're, um, they have further shame a- about being carrying shame. Yeah. Yeah. And, they c- um, and um, you know, I, I think what we're starting to sort of acknowledge um, as, a, um, as a country that um, men um, do struggle with very significant um, uh, burdens that they are often unable or, um, and sometimes unwilling, but often unable to get past that idea of I've got to work this stuff out myself. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and this is a big piece of you know, uh, your work, Aaron. You know, of actually breaking down that sort of kind of resolute. I've got to nut this out myself and say, let's open this up. Let's share the burden. Let's let's uh, um, and let's know that all of us carry the same stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so let's level the playing field and have a conversation. It's like what he's saying, isn't it? Yeah, you know, when, he, when he's saying yeah. at the work yeah. site, you know, no one's died. It's you're not yeah. the first this has happened to, really. No. Yeah, that's it. And, 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 and it's simple last. and as basic as that sounds. Yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah. massive, man. I think you're a great role model for for doing something like this. I've I got approached by a company and they said, would you come and do? Um, and it was a castle. Oh, I should give you the contact details. Mm, yeah, as much as I'd like to obey you, and I would love to yeah. do that. It's He's got. I've got work. He's got yeah. clients. But this is yours. Yeah, your like I'd, I'd, everything I do, I've uh, as I said, I've learned the hard way, and I know I'm not the mm. only one, and I'm not going to be the last. <laughs> and it's like, mm. it, not only can you you spread that message, but it's like educating people that you know it doesn't have to be this way. Yeah. Like li- life's hard. We all know that, but it yeah. doesn't have. You do, don't have to make it a lot harder by mm. sucking it all in and just yeah. not telling anyone or not finding the help. Because like, you know, people say, like, speaking up, it's weak. I'm like, it's a superpower. Like once you yeah. start working on yourself, realizing what you know the things that you're doing that don't serve you or those around yeah. you, and you know you change some of those habits. Yeah. This is a superpower. It's a superpower. It's a superpower. Yeah. Like it really is. Yeah. Like it, not, it doesn't only just benefit you as the individual; it's the community. So you know your family, your friends. Yeah. Not only will they see the change in you, yeah. but you'll become a change in them. Yeah, it's one of life's pure treasures, isn't yeah. it? You know, when you when you see things like that, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's there's oh, yeah. a there's an idea. Yeah, it's euphoric. Yeah, it is. It is uh, absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's it's the pearl beyond price, isn't it? Yeah, to recognise right. that um, you can change something within. There's an internal um, aspect to living that um, that we need to actually talk more about. So it's not about the latest truck that you can buy because you're a tradie. Yeah, um, that is part of the conversation. But let's also talk about growing yourself. Yeah. Um, let's talk about psychological um, skills. Um, that's about self-regulation. Yeah. You know, when you yeah. are caught up, um, and the blood flow is being channeled from your frontal lobe, your thinking part, yeah. into fight or flight, or fr- fragment, um, or freeze. You know, headlight stuff. Yeah. Um, you, um, there is no real conversation to be had. So, learning how to regulate that um, that aspect of yourself and come back to a place of um, assessment, being able to, you know, say, "Am I safe?" How safe am I? Do I need to step back out a little bit, as you said, take a break and, um, and control yeah. the breathing, con- uh, control the heart rate? Um, nobody's died, you know, using your... <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love that's it. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really solid, good stuff that we can make use of. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I think, and I think the, the gift, isn't it, is when you start to possess 
a sense of yourself yeah. and you have some control over the flooding that can occur in your head, mm. Um, mm. suddenly you are a different person. Yeah. You have grown up. Yeah. You've, yeah. Got a, you've got an ability mm. to actually read the plan of, of your journey. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Mm. Not only the building site, the site, the site plan. Yeah. <laughs> but even, even yeah, that, like yeah. being able no, to read, said, read those yeah. things, read plans or be able to just communicate properly, yeah. it's like you say, when the blood's in the wrong place in your head, you, just can't, you can't do it. You can't do it, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... Yeah, it's and I, there's something I, I I only looked at recently. It's like that the hierarchy of controls for a builder, and it's like they have all of these measures like PPE, you know, putting things in place, and then you've got legislation and you've got management. Like, all of that's great, but if you can't think from your arse to your elbow, that all goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. You can't think straight. You can put as many, and I'm like, it's only just dawned on me now. It's like why this is where mental health needs to come right. above all of that. All of that, so you can put as many procedures in place if you want, but it's a, if the person who's supposed to control them, police them, isn't thinking properly because yeah. they're thinking about you know the argument they had with their wife or yep. the bill they've got coming out tomorrow or whatever it may be, like you say, if they're not able to regulate themselves, then all of that goes out the window. It means nothing. Regulation's key. It's, uh, it's crucial. It's a men's mental health show. We're here today with uh, Aaron Huey, um, uh, coach to the tradesman, mental health coach to the tradesman. We're having a really interesting discussion. And of course, uh, we're here with Bodie, uh, Bodie Marsden, who's a psychotherapist based in Wentworth Falls. You can get Bodie on 0424 416969. Give us some of your contact details, Aaron. So, so any of the, anyone out there you want to recommend, uh, perhaps uh, uh, a friend that's a tradesman that has three or four staff, or anyone that got 200 staff, whatever, give this bloke a call. Yeah, so my number is 0412 094 mm-hmm. um, And I'm on all of the socials, so LinkedIn. Instagram, Facebook, uh, Aaron and, and, w. and what do we look for on the socials? Do we so look? on the socials, Aaron W D Huey. I've got a middle oh, name, yeah. and I like yeah. to like to use it. So yeah. W D, but also coach to the tradies. That's kind coach of my tagline. So I'm the I'm the only one that I found so far. But then I have my own website as well. So it's called Hustle Talk Coaching. Um, well, I like that. And the hustle, hustle talk. talk. Hustle Talk comes from I have this philosophy of hustle to happiness. Yeah. So that life's a life's a struggle life is you know the happiness yeah. is not always easy for people but if you hustle and you work on it every day uh, and when the hustle I don't mean like the hustle and bustle I mean like yeah. you constantly put the work yeah, in for yourself yeah, you'll yeah. find it so that's where the, the hustle talk comes yeah. from yeah I like that it's, it's, it's like when people say to you it takes less you know uh, muscles to smile than it does yeah. to frown but geez, it's hard to do it yeah it's like <laughs> you know what I mean it's, it's something I saw the other day so it's like easy. 75% of your thoughts are negative so you've got yeah, to get 25% right. yeah. of your thoughts that are positive yeah. whereas yeah. if you put the work in to you mm. know take some gratitude like mm-hmm. change the yeah. environment you know turn yeah. the radio and the uh, TV off for one mm. so that you're not getting all the negative energy from that and mm. like you know, life can be a little bit easier can all right, we're just going to take a quick break. It's a men's mental health show. We'll be back in, in just a moment um, after just a couple of messages. And uh, we'll speak to you in a moment. Um, welcome back to the men's mental health show. Um, we're here today with Aaron Huey, uh, coach to the tradies, uh, mental health coach to the tradies, and of course, Bodie Mars. We're having a really good discussion about, well, effectively, we're talking about some of the things we've, we've basically learned from the areas of, some of them from the areas of our ways, some of them from partners or friends and um we're, we're ultimately just yeah putting that pun together again and putting some tools in our in our in skills in our toolkit yep. or you know and that's, that's effectively what it is isn't it it's um 
becoming extremely beneficial, I think, uh, in, in ultimately what we're trying to do is, is broaden the scope of mental health and, 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 and reduce, at the end of the day, the suicide yeah, rate. Yeah, that's it. Which is, yeah. And suicide was never something that was on my radar when I started my, my stuff. Like, I just sure. wanted to, to help men in their lives in general from mm. a wellness and a you know, mental health perspective. But the more and more that I looked into it and the more and more I was having conversations with people, the statistics just kept coming up. And it's mm. like 53% of men who commit suicide or take their life are mm. in the construction industry in Australia. Wow. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's like out of all of the industries, it's like 53% of men are in wow. the trade. And uh, you know, somebody said to me the other day, is oh, wow. that just because there's more trades? There's yeah. probably <clears throat> less narcissists in, uh, you know, and, and men that feel empathy in trades and what there are in the corporate world. Probably. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I don't mean to be yeah, well, there's, judgmental there, no, but it's true. There's definitely a lot. There's, I'd say there's definitely a lot less. I haven't done a lot in the corporate, but I know where you're, I know where you're going with that. Well, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. it's probably they feel yeah. with, you know, with conscience and, and all of those yeah. types of things are... You know, yeah. And I also, that's the amazing statistic. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's quite scary, to be honest with you. Fifty-three percent. When you think of all of the industries 53%. that there are within, because someone said to me the other day, oh, "Is that not just because there's more tradies?" I'm like, "No." I was like, "You've, you've got the, you know, you've got the police, you've got the army, you've yeah. got office workers, you've got, you know, council workers, mm. you've got everything." Mm. I said, "That's just solely in construction." Just that it's, industry. It's it's and it's. <clears throat> I think it, it comes from that. She'll be right mentality yeah I think there's also a bit of substance alcohol yeah. and whatever else involved yeah. which can also yeah. be a major contributor yeah. towards I, I think know, unfortunately that's, that's what it is and it's yeah. raising awareness yeah. of, about that and letting them know that you know, it doesn't have to be the way yeah yeah, that's good man that's excellent yeah, and ego too like I wanted to ask you like in the work that you do like how prevalent is the men dropping their ego before they'll actually open up to you oh look I think ego is everything isn't it I mean it, it, it's a it, I'm interested in the mature ego, and I guess what if, if I'm thinking about anything, um, you know, that uh, ha, ha, an, an ego which is um, driven by instinct and entitlement, um, and also confusion, um, you know, is, is a an instrument that's undeveloped. So, trying to encourage the um, ability to slow down um, the thought processes and to become more eloquent in describing something about who you are mm. kind of lead, is a building as a foundation towards a mature ego and the mature ego is in service to the wider vision or the wider sense of oneself um, as sentient as a human being um, which to me once you start to engage in your personal journey you do start to take a bigger more expansive understanding of what it is to be human what it is to have sentience Mm. Um, the challenges of growing up um, and taking a more um, visionary look at um, the things that challenge us. Because a lot of the reality of our embeddedness in existence is actually surface or it's actually about the goods or the status that we um, uh, enjoy because of our profession or um, our sporting or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of starting, it, it, it's a di it is a different focus on what it is to be human. Um, and what's interesting, I guess, is that the humanities, which was part of the great flowering um, over the last 200 years, has taken a, a bit of a hit in yeah. favour of science and rationality mm. um, and um, technological achievement and productivity. <laughs> to be human is not to actually to be just productive. 
to be human is to dream, um, to be creative, um, to wonder about each other. Um, the Swiss are really interesting. You know, they talk about asocial sociability. So what does that mean? Well, what it means is that they're rugged individualists, these goddamn Swiss, but they also recognise um, the uh, need to belong together, to work in community. I guess the Scots are, are a little bit like yeah, that clans. too. Yeah, clans. Yeah. It's something I've thought about recently, like that. <clears throat> it's one of the downfalls to our society is the lack of that type of thing. Clans, brotherhoods, yeah. like everyone's out on their own, whereas when you have those, you know, those tribes and nomadic people who live together, <clears throat> they have those elders that they can yeah. learn they can learn from, but they also they can go to with for all their problems. And that's one of the things, like you say, with the, the technology, the industrial advances and everything that we have now, people mm. just get left on their own. And, you know, they think everyone's mm. social media. Mm. You're not. You're on your own. Yeah. Like, you, you may have you know, three, four thousand people on the phone, but that's in this little device. Like, you, who, who are the people yeah. you have within your vicinity? It's, it's, it's interesting you say that. I, I sort of digress it or, or a segue into something because I had I had uh, uh, Gunagara Elder David King on. He's a, a terrific bloke, one of truly God's best men on earth. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. And we were just talking a little bit about the voice and you talk about clans or you mm. talk about mobs. And, it, and it's fascinating to hear him say when I when I brought up the voice for the Indigenous Voice for Parliament, and he said, "Look, Spillo, uh, mate, we're not politicians. We don't want to be politicians. What we want to do is be able to be leaders of our community. Mm. Go back to some of the ways that we've been teaching our people for tens of thousands, sixty thousand years, whatever." Um, and it's interesting to hear you say that. You know, when we talk about clans, it's actually so important to go back to. I guess your roots and your heritage and get yeah. those basic skills that have come from or perhaps you've you've let go um, yeah. you know which we, which we often do don't we you know that's a, it's wonderful that you hear the simplicity of things that can be so highly fruitful or yeah. you know come out as fuel and beneficial in many many ways yeah, yeah there's definitely like something it. to be said for, mm. for growing up in you know because you learn from those men women even if you don't take it in it's just around you so yeah. like you know with the mobs with the, the mm. it's just they're there yeah like they grow up with them they're all together and it's yeah. <clears throat> so you you grow up learning these things sure and then you know when you get to older age of when you start questioning you have the people there mm. whereas that's one thing i think you know especially with <clears throat> here i see with trades um especially international trades there's certain groups of people who stick together so like the South Americans will all stay together yeah, 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 and then there's UK <clears throat> yeah. not so much well unless yeah. you go down to Coogee and there's a thousand Irish yeah, people in yeah. one spot so yeah. I mean I th- <laughs> they're kind of there well they yeah, mixing with the Kiwis mate. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all over so yeah there's definitely something to be said for that kind of clan clan mob mentality where people are yeah. together for each other yeah. Um, and yeah I think we need to get back to that with our, our, our guys so like I, I heard you guys mention something about the, the men's table there I think what are you yeah. going? it's something I joined like yeah. I, I recently joined because I thought mm-hmm. you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm preaching to these guys like you yeah. know find people your environment and then here's me you know yeah. unfortunately when my marriage dissipated all yeah. of my male friends went with my wife and my wife friends and I was like oh. I don't have a men's group so I was. I looked and I found a men's table. And oh, I found, you found the men's table. Yeah, yeah I found a men's table in Castle Hill. Yeah, and I found it really funny. The very first call I got on with them, 
there was yeah. about nine guys and they yeah. pretty much all had the same story yeah. I've divorced all yeah. my male friends went with my wife and her friends and I just found myself with no friends wow. so yeah. I come wow. to found it and I was like well I know I'm in the right yeah. place because I'm yeah. looking for the exact same thing but I found it really intriguing yeah. that all of these guys had the same thing yeah, it's interesting you know I guess I'm, I'm the youngest bloke at our table but I don't mind that I, I, I don't mind too. that because yeah I don't mind it because of many reasons around the fact that you know seeing guys of a similar ilk to my father's age that you know because yeah, he's always been a hero, my old man. You always thought of him being almost immortal. Mm -hmm. uh, but you see those frailties and vulnerabilities and you hear these men talking about that and I'll talk about, you know, life's not far away, maybe 10, 5 years yeah. for some of them. I don't know. Yeah. But that's uh, always at the forefront of a lot of men's mind is that fear of, of death and hearing yeah. them speak about that. Um, you know, where it wasn't long ago, I didn't really care if, yeah. if, if I did die. It wasn't, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, do it, you know. Yeah. Um, but so to hear that, it's it sort of, it's a wonderful thing. But you're, you're sharing those stories to, to other men and that can be quite empowering. And that's, yeah. that's something that we find extremely beneficial. It's a men's table. And they're going to be all across uh, Australia now, I believe, they moved yeah, in the huge. state. It's huge, yeah. yeah. So look it up, men's table. David Poynton is the fellow's name, P-O-I-N-T-O-N. Ian, is it the other um, I'll remember it in a moment. But look, I, I wanted, I guess... When you when you're a boss, right, yeah, and and you've got let's just say half a dozen staff or tradies under, mm -hmm. you, you, and you're taking on all of those responsibilities of kids, uh, taxes, uh, wife, commitments, sports, running around, but then I've also got these six blokes that, or girls that work for me, and a lot of the time you just go through it's like a it's, it's just a day to day thing, you know. Yep. You're their mentor, you're their hero, you're you're somebody that they're looking up to. And, and, you know, I guess you, you don't think about that a lot of the time. And, and so the people, these guys are watching your, your habits or watching mm. your ways, um, you know, and if you're getting back to the pub and you're having a few too many, getting behind the wheel or whatever, all of these things can be, you know, detrimental, but then there's some, some very good mentors out there. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just sort of thinking out loud. I had a guy when I first, I was 19, I was cleaning new homes so after all the tradies had gone in there I'd had to detail clean yep. the hardest work I've ever done it was seriously hard work but met so many different tradesmen from the chippies to the to the you know um, uh, electricians and plumbers and you know and you're cleaning up all their mess yeah ele electricians are the worst yeah <laughs> well they charge can, the most I can say that <laughs> now you always uh, electricians you can find it's like Hansel and Gretel they just leave a little trail of, <laughs> of wire everywhere little clippings but it, it, it is, uh, you know, it, it's. I guess a lot of the time we don't realise that we are be are role models. We don't realise that these people are looking up to us. So it's it's important that we, I guess, set a foundation of, of things that we need to do to to understand that that's what we are. Yeah. How do we change? Mm. How do we learn? How do we evolve? What questions do I ask? Um, in doing that, yeah. 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 I think it's so, important. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. No, look, I was just thinking that, um, that what's interesting, isn't it, is that we're we're saying that there is a solution, but there's some resistance still right. to the implementation of the uh, of the good news, if you like. You know, I mean, there is good news out there, mm -hmm. and as you know, people like yourself, Aaron, you know, who you, you've come out of um, your own experience and you've understood, um, you've had a dramatic conversion, if you like, on the road to Damascus experience of my God, I didn't really realise just how. Um, yeah. uh, um, unprepared I was for the challenges of existence, yeah? yeah? Yep. 
and uh, here I am. I've sort of done my work, and I've started to, and I've and I've got a um, a whole lot of ideas that we can work with. But what there's still a resistance to. Um, um, perhaps it's starting to shrink. Um, um, but I, all power to your willingness to actually open yeah. this door up yeah, and start to get a conversation man, going. Serious, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. It, it, it only solely comes from, and a few people have said that to me. Like, you know, yeah. you're, you're never going to do it in the industry. They're too hard, strong. And I'm yeah. like, no, I know it worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the only reason I know. Like, if, if I had went done a college degree in counselling or whatever and yeah. hadn't really ever had any of that yeah. stuff and I probably would have given up by now but I know yeah. the impact it, how it changed me yeah. and yeah. how it can help other people that's the sole reason that I keep doing it but to touch on that point I think what I'm finding is there's a huge disparity from the office to the guys on site I've yeah. had a few conversations with people where they go oh, did, is, there a, is there a problem in our industry I'm like are you kidding me like yeah. really yeah. so I think what you said about the bosses and the managers, yeah. I think they need to also do some yeah. of their own work as well yeah. to yeah. one yeah. see the benefit yeah. of it yeah. before because obviously a lot of this comes down to cost. So when I reach out, reach out to people and say, look, I'd like to come to site maybe on a Friday, I'd like to do like a barbecue day type thing. If sure. you could get your guys together, have a chat, I'll do a present. Oh no, program's too tight. I won't be able to get all the guys together. Or oh no, I won't be able to an hour. Like mm. I'm like yeah. put it, put it, and I've said it. I've had to get a little bit touchy on some of the phone calls. I'm like, we'll yeah. put it this way. You're going to have to give them a day when one of you guys commits suicide. Yeah. If something yeah, goes yeah. terribly wrong, yeah. you're mm-hmm. going to have to give them a day. Or, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. how about you just get nip it in the butt? It's like, it's like you put your car off the road and you put oil in that, don't you? You yeah. know, you haven't got yeah. that for a day. Yeah. Um, why wouldn't you do it to, you know, I mean, yeah. if it, hey, if you needed a bypass, you'd go to see a cardiologist, yeah. wouldn't you? Straight yeah. away. It's, and it's, it's just it's, constantly getting that And this thing runs all them. of those things. This, yeah. Oh, yes. The, the, this imbalance that can happen or whatever yeah. in, in, in any of this. Mm. Yeah. It's crucial. It's, yeah. no, and as Buddy said, it's great work. And kudos, man. It's, um, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's massive. And look, I, I don't think, it's, it's, it's already becoming legislative. Yeah. mental health training for a lot of companies a lot of industries particularly when they get to a certain level of or number of yeah. staff or um you know and then things like that will come back and and you'll get more of a tax benefit or insurance less if we're doing those things but but not mainly for those reasons outside of that i guess i get look for me i i talk about 40 you know i'm 48 now i mm. i found that between the age of 40 and 44 i probably matured in those four years more than I did in the 40 previous. Yeah. And and it was probably because I've had to put it down to one thing. I, I probably became a little bit better at listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And we were talking about that ego, that even though you might be present or what you think is present when someone's talking to you, you're often elsewhere. Yeah. Or thinking about something that I could share in a story that talks about my success or... Yeah where I come from and and then that's a big thing with us blokes isn't it you know it's like oh I got you know I, I made this much or I did that I still do it. Yeah. I still have that mask that I put on and it's an insecurity thing that I have where it's like a nervous thing and you know you look like the biggest bloody dickhead sometimes well I do you feel um, like you have to prove something yeah, you got like to, yeah, that's one, right. one up in type thing yeah that's yeah. right and and it's going against everything that it is where you know nowadays I mean I what met you I think within 30 seconds I told you 
about my journey of yeah. how I got to where I was because yeah. I made an yeah. attempt on my life. It's it's something that it's not a, I'm not ashamed of anymore. It's something that I live with, and, and in fact, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the fact that I'm still here. I'm yeah. still feel very fortunate in like that sense. Like you said, you're, you're here for a reason. Well, that's right. Yeah, well, that's, wasn't your, yeah. Wasn't and it time. wasn't me first yeah. that, that said that. Yeah. I, I learned that from when someone else said that to me. And well, you know, I've heard those types of things. I never really stopped and be present with those comments and think, well, hang on, well, that's maybe what it means. You know, it's just a throwaway line to Yeah. Me. It was. Mm, yeah. mm, interesting. Mm. Interesting to when something sinks in, isn't it? You know, yeah. what we're talking about yeah. is that lovely moment when you suddenly go, Wow. Yeah. I'm sitting in something. This mm. is just feels meaningful. You know, I'm uh, I, there's a shift, there's a there's a change. Yeah. I'm feeling it in my body yeah. um, that I can I cannot go back to where I was before. Yeah. Suddenly there's an expansion of consciousness or, or an awareness or uh, suddenly the lights are on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was at an um, undifferentiated yeah. sort of reality. Now I'm going. I'm, I'm got some clarity going yeah. on. There's a funny story, and I've said this before on the show, sure. um, where um, uh, a cop, uh, Aboriginal cop, was uh, concerned about his fellow Aboriginal men, and he um, he said, "I'll, I'll organise a barbecue. <clears throat> uh, we'll, have, we'll have a talk. You know, we'll have a real men's talk, some men's business." And so he sets up the barbecue and he cooks up the sausages and his wife's helping in the background and that sort of stuff. And they have a big feed and then he, he uh, sends the wife out of the room and they're sitting around and he said, so who would like to talk? Keep going, how did this get on? Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> dead silence. Yeah. Um, for about five nervous minutes, you know, everyone was shuffling and talking, hiding their heads down there and all that sort of stuff. So he said, the cop said, um, okay, <clears throat> Um, we'll try again next week um, and they go through the same routine uh, and the same reality well who would like to talk uh, the third barbecue the, the cop shuffled in his seat and he said yeah uh, I'd like to talk about my situation and he started to open up about what was going on in his life uh, the whole group in attendance relaxed yeah. lent in closely to him one. Takes yeah. one. Yeah, just takes one. Takes one, and a, and the group began. You know, it's just a beautiful, yeah. such a fantastic. The the movie's called Mad Bastards. It's, it's an oh, Austra- it's re- yeah. Yeah, 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 it's, it's an Australian movie. It's uh, well worth a watch. Pull it off um, from uh, um, Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's quite profound moments. It's a good all, male we, journey. We've all been in a situation like that, haven't yeah. we? You know, where where we, we yeah. you know, like often. You know, it reminded me of, of a funeral we went to and, and no one really wanted to talk about what had actually happened and why we're actually here. Instead mm. of, we talked about some of the good times which we had with old mate. But yeah, once that seal's broken though, it's, it's quite cathartic, really can be for everyone. Can't yeah. it? it's, that ignition point's really, really interesting. Yeah. You know, that's what we need to focus on. Look, the other thing is too, if any, bo- any bosses listening here, is the productivity that comes out of men who are happy in their work is unreal. So, so um, leap, leap onto Aaron because you're going to get some productivity shifts. Um, You know, I've been on the trade. I've been working for companies until I, um, you know, became a um, a sole, a sole, sole worker with a mate. The two of us, we had the best time of our lives for so many years. Um, um, But when you're happy on the job um, and you're whistling and singing. Um, the productivity is incredible, and a happy building site is uh, a joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I always say that, like, we all know that one grumpy tradie who doesn't want to come to work, but he turns up every day and he just brings 
no, they moved down. Yeah. And if you don't know that grumpy trader, you probably are that grumpy trader. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, and I'm like that when I'm at work. You know, mm. some days I can go in and I'm just like that. Like, but you know, the, the, the Craig or the gang will go look at me and go, "All right, I would just give him ten feet today." Yeah. It's, but I think it's also too, you know, with with things like that, just don't be afraid to say, "Hey, man, how you going?" Yeah. How, how is it? You know, yeah. there's a reason, and, and that's the other thing is, you know, when we look at that grumpy trader, we immediately cast aspersions, don't we? We mm-hmm. immediately assume that he's not happy in his marriage. We immediately assume that he's too weak to to make a change, yeah. and 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 there we go with our judgment again. That's seventy five percent of what yep. the brain yep. does. Yep. Remember, is yep. negative, and we have to learn to to rewire, to reengage, to to re-educate those yeah. things and particularly when we, you know we Bodie and I are big on it we talk about it all the time at the end of the show where we say well we, let's not be so quick to judge let's yeah. just yeah. there's some always maybe another reason behind an action or yeah, yeah, a mood yeah, yeah. Or some people can just you know. be wired different like I've, I've come sure. across one guy and he always comes to mind because I work with him quite a lot he was an older electrician yeah. and he was moody grumpy you know he was just your typical old Trady, yeah. he was amazing at what he did, and I think that's mm-hmm. the only reason his company yeah. kept him around. But um, we used to do like pre-start talks in the morning, mm-hmm. and you know, with big companies, every day, every Friday, it was something different. You know, it'd be sunscreen, or and this one time it was mental health, and I was yeah. elated. I was like, yes, I get to talk about what I want to do, and yeah. um, and you know, I had to get all the guys round and said to them like, you know, yeah. this this week it's mental health. If there's anything going on, yeah. um, you know, these are the numbers. And this is before I was doing any of my yeah, stuff, yeah. but it was like, you know, these are the numbers. And, you know, if there's anybody who wants to talk or anything like that, you know, yeah. my doors, my side door is always open. And I said, Mark, if you want a hug, you know, I'm here. So, yeah. I got a smile out of him. I got a smile <laughs> yeah, out of him. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, he's yeah, just yeah, wired differently. Yeah. He just wants to come in, do his work yeah, and go sure. home. Yeah. He, you know, yeah. I mean, granted, he was going home to six pack and a dog. He didn't yeah. have anyone else at yeah. home, but that was him. That he was just, his that was, and it, well, it wasn't yeah. that he was... You know, he probably could have been a little bit chopper in his step, but yeah. you know, he just came in and did his work, yeah. went home, and he was happy. That was it. But it helps us with acceptance and yeah. those reasons too, doesn't it? You know, mm-hmm. um, that's just the way he is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's having those conversations. Like yeah, it's yeah. having those conversations yeah. with people, and 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 like Bodie says, you you get the triggers whether it's just mm. how they are or whether there's something yeah. deeper underlying. Of you know, maybe they do need to push this conversation a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, he's 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 bloody good. I've had a couple of chats with Bailey off here a, a, a number of times, and he's very good at sort of as you was just mentioning a moment ago. Um, and this is great for the listeners if you want to, um, you know, utilise the services of Bailey, give him a call oh four two four four one six nine six nine. But he'll often just, you know, like you're, you're having a chat and you're trying, you know, you want to have a chat about things, but you just can't get there or know what to mm. how to bring it up. But there'll be something, and he'll just say, "There it is." Mm. And he'll just look there, and he'll be like, "What?" He'll go, "Here's a moment. Just sit with that." And you're like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, this is uncomfortable." <laughs> and he won't let you out of it. You got to sit in your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. You got to sit in some discomfort, you know, yeah, in order to yeah. actually sort of feel um, that change or be um, able to, yeah, to, to be able to make a shift, to be able to sort of think, mm. "Oh gosh, mm. maybe there is a." Um, a, a I, I want to tell a story. I was a third-year apprentice. And um, this old, um, we were on, on, a, on a site um, in a big shopping centre and working away there and this old um, tradie uh, came over from the UK. He was on a visit to, uh, to his uh, son and um, he got some, a little bit of extra work and he, he must have been sort of kind of, kind of late, you know, late 60s. Um, gee, the boss must have been short of labour anyway. I loved him. He was fantastic. Yeah. He, he, he said to me, he said, 
he, he talked a little bit about himself. He said, uh, yeah, I was in the Second World War. I, I, I ended up shell-shocked. I had to be repatriated. Um, I, I fell apart. But he, his, his gentleness really touched me. And he said, you're different, you know, Bodhi. You're, you're different. I can, I can hear something in you. Um, you've got something. You're okay. quite different to the other uh, lads here. Um, and uh, um, I've never forgotten the words that sunk into my mind that he could see something that I couldn't see. I yeah. wanted to be like the other lads. Yeah. He said, there's something different. Mm. Yeah. And, fantastic. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do that. You know, I get people say that to me sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah. Know. Same thing. You're different. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a li- yeah. there's a liveliness. Or there's a, yeah. um, you know, um, a guy rang uh, because he heard about me and he sort of wanted to make an appointment. And he, yeah. said, he said to me innocently, how are you? Yeah. And, and I, I gave him a long story. <laughs> and, 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 then, and then I said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I just, I said, no, it was great. You yeah. know, uh, can we make a time? <laughs> well, that's the thing with a lot of, you know, I've noticed over the years with a lot of, you know, therapists or you know, doctors, mm. they won't tell you about themselves, you know, yeah. or they won't get. And to me, what, why, what's the point of having something, a discussion, if you're not going to share something yep. or you know and basically to understand that you're a real person yeah, or yeah. you know you're not perfect or you know yep. this is but you're right man it's like you know it's, you're different i mean it, when, when people say that to me it saves me pulling i mean you've got a trade some people have got a real estate license i've just got a certificate of madness i pull out <laughs> that'll explain a lot of things for you, you ticks know. all the boxes i should get people to come in here yeah. in the studio and have my certification yeah, there framed up on the yeah. wall Absolutely stark raving mad, Brad Spillane, you know. Yeah. Um, but look, I think you call it the grey, as you were yeah. saying. I yeah, call it the grey too. Yeah. People in the grey are far more fascinating, I find. And, you know, we had a really good character on here last week. She listens to last week, week before, Robin Catchlove. She was fantastic. She's, um, you know, she's had quite a, a, an amazing life from many, many highs, many, many lows, mm-hmm. and many sideways movements there too with some of the things that she's gone through. And, you know, I guess a lot of people like myself sort of see Robin, they think, oh, she's a bit different or she's a bit mad. But, you know, I, I find her fascinating. I think she's a lovely lady and what she does. And, um, you know, she's all about the love and she's dynamic, isn't she, with the way she sort of sure. gets about Absolutely. life. And she's a, Absolutely. Yeah, it's wonderful. But it, it's, I guess one of the other things I'm getting at is she knows who she is. She makes yeah. no apologies for that. Well, that's it. When people say you're, you're different and you kind of kind of own it, you know, I'd rather be yeah. different than fall in line with everyone else and do the, the same cookie cutter and do the same thing as yeah. everyone else does. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 100%, yeah. 100%. So why don't we get you back on again, mate? Um, Absolutely. In a couple to. of months. And let's, um, uh, I've, got, um, I've got Aaron's number here. It's, um, it's Aaron Huey. It's 0412 And if, if you are, uh, I guess, a tradesman and you've got a, you know, some staff or you think this is a, a great benefit in what, what Aaron's services have to offer, which I think there is, um, um, you know, give him a call or pass it on to somebody that you know. He's, uh, he's a very approachable, very easygoing, easy to chat with. And, yep. um yeah, I haven't yeah. seen any ego yet. I've been trying to plant some seeds to see if I can get something out of him, but it's uh, there is none there at all. And I think that that's crucial, particularly when you're forming a relationship with someone that's going to be talking about seriously personal yeah. matters, and or how to talk about personal matters, or how to share. Because it, it, it's another one of the things we need to do, isn't it? Really, we need to share a bit more as men. I think with with what we have, um, it's like anything. I talk about you know how we overcome racism is we get somebody that's been. 
victimized by racism and we get a racist mm. and and we have the two of them talking and and that's the only way that we can really overcome or educate each other in a situation that needs to be evolved yeah definitely yeah. it's well, wonderful the the race relations uh, commissioner is uh, for australia i think he's um um an asian gentleman um okay. has asked for um uh respect and um talking through the issues so rather than um proselytizing or pushing an opinion that we actually start to uh, enter into a discussion about points of difference and that we find a way of talking to each other which maintains respect and unpacks a deeper knowledge and so a shout out to the race commissioner of australia for actually reminding us that we have an obligation towards each other um, to enter into a deeper and more uh, um, reciprocal con- conversation that yeah. explores our realities. So rather than that old competitive thing of scoring points off each other and seeing who waggles the hand more strongly, the strong arm approach, um, that we actually start to sort of mm-hmm. really pay attention and listen. Yeah. So welcome to our... Yeah. Little podcast, um, yeah, love well, it. Well, we group, and Thank yeah, we, we really we, enjoyed it. Look, we get, I guess, we, we we get some wonderful guests on, but I think the people that really have some substance to offer, we get back quite often, like Christian, the paramedic, yep. Bluey, yep. Um, you know, because yep. uh, yeah, there's, there's just a lot I think you've got to offer, and it's wonderful that you come on and you give us this time. Um, out of your generosity, and you pass on all of those things that you've learned, and that's that's free. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate it. You're making the effort to come from Castle yeah. Hill to no, to all the I, way to. I really appreciate it. Any platform I can get on to spread the word yeah. of what I'm doing to help other people, I'm, I'm more than more than happy. So yeah, I'd love to come back again. And, and once again, uh, Aaron's number is um, oh, I've got it down here. It's o four one two zero nine four five two five o four one two zero nine four five two five. Big thanks to uh, Mounties Dale. Cheers, mate. You've been wonderful for us. Helps us with some coffees and some uh, administration fees that we do here and also to to, to all manufacturing personnel. Um, recruitment and labour hire in the manufacturing industry. You can give Craig a call on 0416 700 870 or 0404 And of course, don't forget Bodie. We've got to remember Bodie. He can be contacted on 0424 416 969. Jeez, I've just strung up. No, it just comes off the rolls all the time. <laughs> Oh, I know what you're thinking. How can one man have so much talent? Anyway. Oh, there's well, that ego. I caught it. He's also a, a very good singer um, and, and, and musical genius. So there's a lot going on in Mr. Spillane. I don't know about that. I've, I've done a bit of singing, but I haven't sung for a long time. But, uh, mate, cheers, man. Oh, thank uh, you. I really, really appreciate it. And um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll wrap things up here and I'll uh, just give me five minutes and I'll come and uh, I'll come out and say good day. And um, yeah, it's a big big kudos to to Aaron Huey. Thanks, and of course uh, to everyone out there. Be kind to each other. Let's not be quick to judge. And we'll see you next week on the Men's Mental Health Show. Thanks so much.